0: Almost Famous, with John Shea, featuring local and independent musicians from the South Shore, Boston, and New England,
1: on 95.9 WATD.
0: Welcome to the Tiny Stage Hour of Almost Famous 95.9 WATD, introducing you to independent bands and musicians from across New England, brought to you by Tiny and Son's Glass. My name is John Shea. First things first, if you're a local musician with original music you'd like to hear on the radio, get in contact with me. All the information is on the Almost Famous page at 959WATD.com. While you're there, you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram and subscribe to our podcast at AlmostFamousRadio.com. So tonight we are on the tiny stage being joined by singer-songwriter Jade Moynihan. Good evening. How are you?
2: I'm fantastic. How are you?
0: I'm great. Thank you for making this work. I'm so thankful to be here. So for those who don't know you already, introduce yourself.
2: Hi, uh, my name is Jade. I'm 16. I'm from Randolph, Massachusetts. I go to Foxborough Regional Charter School, and I just released my EP Liberosis back in November, so that's really exciting.
0: (laughs) That's awesome. So how long has music been a part of your life?
2: Um, my entire life, you know, grew up in the car with my dad jamming to classic rock. But then once I was probably five or six years old, we started piano. And then from there, I started doing open mic nights and started singing. And then eventually, when I got a little bit older, probably like 13, I picked up guitar. Now I play bass, too. It's like a whole, whole bunch of stuff. <laughs>
0: and I understand that you, one of your, your mentors, you might say, is a, a South Shore guitarist.
2: Yeah, uh, Mike V. He's been really, really supportive of me over the past... I don't even know how long we've known him now. Um, He was my guitar teacher, and he played on my songs Anonymous and Breakup Song Number 1. And, you know, he's just such a cool dude.
0: (laughs) He really is. And you just mentioned the new album. Talk about that in a little bit more detail, if you would.
2: Um, So I'm sure many other small artists can relate to this, but over COVID, um, we were in real deep quarantine. You know, I went into kind of a music drive, and I wrote a handful of songs and the five that ended up coming out of it were put on this EP. And it's kind of really raw and it just relates so deeply into my soul that it was like, you know, we need to do this. We need to release this. And it's me. It's pretty much me playing everything and seeing everything on the album. So it's really personal.
0: That's so cool. And you recorded that locally here on the South Shore?
2: Yes, I recorded that at 37 Foot Productions with Sean McLaughlin in Rockland.
0: Fantastic. Before we get to your first live song, plug your website and any social media pages you have.
2: Um, so my Instagram is at JJ And then my website to access all of my information is just jademoynihan.com, And then to access my Liberosis page, that is jademoynihan.herenow.com.
0: Excellent. Let's hear a song. What are we starting off the night with?
2: We're gonna start off with What's It Gonna Take to Feel Alive, which is the first song off Liberosis. All
0: right, we have Jade Moynihan on the tiny stage tonight, 959-WATD. It's all yours. <laughs>
1: Take to feel
0: alive. That is Jade Moynihan live on the Tiny Stage tonight, 95.9 WATD. You mentioned before you played that song that this new EP is A Look Into Your Soul. So talk about that song. How did that one happen?
2: Um, that song is kind of really, um, you know, high school life, kind of feeling like you don't fit in anywhere and just... Trying to find that place where you feel like you fit in, and so that song is kind of probably the most personal one off the EP. It really just resonates with me as a person and how I kind of felt going through life for a while. And that wasn't until like you know I felt comfortable enough to release music like that, where I could talk about how I feel and everything. And I feel like a lot of people who have listened to my songs have been like, "Yeah, I really relate to that as well." So,
0: so elaborate more on that. When did you? realized that you could write, and then when did you gain enough confidence to play your original songs for people in public?
2: Um, I spent a lot of my earlier years just playing like covers and stuff so like one of my covers I used to do all the time was Someone Like You by Adele, love that song, great song but um, probably, I don't know, maybe when I was 13, 14 I started really like focusing on doing my own stuff and then I re- released my first um, single Anonymous at the end of my freshman year in high school and that song was kind of a fun like little story thing, more upbeat and then I released breakup song number one at um, in October on Halloween and that song kind of was the big kicker there where I was like, hey, I can do this and I can release my stuff that is, you know, how I want to write and I want to release things. And then once COVID came and everything, I was like, you know what, I'm just going to write whatever I want to write because nobody can tell me otherwise. So
0: that is amazing. Share with us again where this new EP is available.
2: Um, you can access it on Apple Music, Spotify, pretty much any access service Service streaming, you can find it there. Again, if you go to my website, jademoynihan.herenow.com, it has uh, links to every streaming platform you could possibly imagine. <laughs>
0: I'm imagining that we're in the middle of the pandemic and you start writing songs. How fast did these five songs come to you?
2: Um, it's funny because some of them were really, really quick. Like, what's it going to take to feel alive? I wrote that in 10 minutes and then... I know using the words was one of them that also I wrote pretty quick. But then IDK kind of took a really long time for me to perfect and get it the way that I really wanted it to sound. Um, It's kind of a wild card with that question because some of them really, really fast write them the whole song all the way through, especially because like this one was um, a little bit simpler in terms of the musical pieces behind it. But other ones take a lot longer for me to perfect what I want to say and I want to you know, expressed through that song.
0: Very cool. We're chatting with Jade Moynihan tonight on the Tiny Stage, and let's do another song. What are we going to listen to next?
2: So this next song is actually one that I haven't released yet, and it's called Nobody's Someone. I have a recording of it released on my Instagram, and a lot of people really liked it, so I figured I'd play it again tonight.
0: Let's hear it. Jade Moynihan live on the Tiny Stage, 95.9. WATD, it's all yours.
1: no is
0: Fantastic. Jade Moynihan on the tiny stage. 95.9 WATD. Amazing. So talk about that song.
2: Um, I wrote that um probably like three months ago now. And I don't know, I was kind of just like in a place where I was like, I feel very lonely. And so that song's kind of just like, I guess about that. And then also just feeling like that same feeling of like, I don't really belong anywhere, but that's okay. Because you know what? I'm going to live my life. And so that's where that came from.
0: (laughs) So take us through your writing process when the the spark comes. Um, How do you typically take that idea and make it into a song? you lyric-based, melody-based? How do you write?
2: Typically, I end up writing a cool guitar riff first, and then from there I build off of it. Sometimes me and my dad bounce concepts off of each other and then build off of that. But more often than not, my best songs anyway come from me sitting in my room with my guitar or absolutely no reason, just messing around. And then from there, I'm like, hey, this sounds pretty cool. And then I just end up writing a whole song or half of a song and then moving from there in the future.
0: <laughs> so do you typically write from personal experience?
2: Um, most of the time, or I like to write about my closest friends experiences as well, because, you know, your best friends as a teenage girl, they're always telling you every detail about their lives. So
0: <laughs> now the big question is if they inspire a song, do you tell them it's about them?
2: Absolutely not. Nope.
0: <laughs> Can they guess?
2: Um, probably. I mean, one of my older songs, Anonymous, actually was about one of my friends, so that she could probably guess, but I don't tell her.
0: <laughs> so talk about the album title. How did that happen?
2: So, liberosis is one of my favorite words. It basically means that you wish you could care less about things. And I feel like that just kind of describes, like, my whole personality, where I'm just, like, very lackadaisical, very, like, chilled out most of the time. I get really anxious over things, but it's like, I wish I... didn't get like that, but I do. So that word's just kind of like one of my favorite things. And it was really funny because my dad was like, you can't name your album that. And I was like, why not? And he was like, because it sounds like a disease. And I was like, well, it's not. <laughs>
0: so
2: <laughs> look it up on Google. And that's why I kind of on my um my actual album cover, I wrote the definition of it as well so that people weren't like, ew, what is that? <laughs> I
0: saw that. That's kind of what, what, you know, usually something has to like grab my attention about an album. And that's what grabbed my attention about yours is the Unusual album title.
2: Yeah, I also... Something really funny that um, one of my teachers mentioned to me actually afterwards was she was like, you know, the picture kind of fits very well with that word as well, where it's like you look so just done. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and we should mention that your dad is here tonight.
2: Hi, Dad. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Lingering in the background. Talk about your family. Do you come from a musical family?
2: Um. So my dad is... You know, when he was younger, he was really into, like, singing and stuff like that. And he, when I was coming up, um, like, when I was a kid, he was also, like, in music lessons with me and stuff. But um, I don't think my mom's very musically inclined. She loves to sing um, Jesus Superstar when Christmas comes around. But otherwise, it's kind of, it's mostly me, yeah.
0: Very cool. Now, you recorded this album at 37 Foot Productions in Rockland. Take us through your recording experience.
2: I love thirty-seven foot productions. You know, um, Sean McLaughlin. He's a really cool guy. Um, we really get along well, and it's kind of it's fun because when I get in there, he kind of just lets me do what I want, and so it's like you know I'm gonna try this, and we're like yeah cool, and then he's like try that, and I'm like yeah cool, and so it's just kind of like this bouncing off of ideas and stuff. But I really like being in the studio because it's like you get that whole feeling of like, wow, this is actually me performing. You have like a whole setup and everything, but you don't have anybody really watching you. It's like you have the freedom to mess up and you have the freedom to do what you want.
0: So what did you learn from that experience that will help with your future projects?
2: Um, I think it just helps me feel more comfortable in my own skin. Like when I perform places now, I'm like, you know what? It's okay because I messed up a million times in the studio. So if I mess up on this stage, it's really not that big of a deal. And most people probably won't even notice. So I feel like that experience was just kind of like in that regard, um, really helpful to my self-esteem. But then it's also just, uh, you know, it's going to help me in the future if I ever move like out to LA or something like that, you know, I'm not going to feel scared going into a new place and like being afraid to say, Hey, this is what I want to do.
0: So you've done both. You've done performing in public, you've done recording in the studio. Do you prefer one over the other?
2: Um, I think I definitely prefer being on stage in front of thousands of people. I don't know. I just kind of really love the the, the intimacy you get there where people are, you know, they're waiting for you and you're waiting for them, and it's just like this whole thing, especially when you know people in the crowd and you can see them and they're like cheering you on and stuff. That's a really great feeling.
0: Live music is slowly starting to happen again. What's the first concert you want to attend once live music starts up again?
2: That is an insane question because I am a concert fiend. Um, I think 2019 summer, we maybe hit like 50, but... Um, I'd say probably five sauce. I have this tradition where I see five seconds of summer every year. And so since I haven't seen them since the end of 2019, that tradition has kind of died off. So hopefully I can see them this September. If not, I would love to see New Year's Day because Ash Costello is amazing.
0: Awesome. That is Jade Moynihan. She's joining us tonight on the Tiny Stage. Before we go into our first break, share with us again your website and social media pages.
2: So my Instagram is at jjtitanic and then you can access my general website, which is jademoynihan.com. Dot com, and then my Liberosis website, which is jademoynihan.herenow.com
0: Awesome. We are up against our first break of the night. We have more music live in studio from Jade Moynihan. More to chat about as well. So stick around right here on 95.9 WATD. It's Almost Famous. And now, back to Almost Famous on 95.9 WATD. Welcome back to the Tiny Stage Hour of Almost Famous 95.9 W.A.T.D. I'm John Shea. We introduce you to independent bands and musicians every Tuesday night brought to you by Tiny and Son's Glass. And tonight we're being joined on the Tiny Stage by singer-songwriter Jade Moynihan. How you doing?
2: I'm fantastic. How are you? I'm
0: great. Thank you again for doing this. Of
2: course. I'm so happy to be here.
0: So introduce yourself again if you would.
2: I'm Jade Moynihan. I am from Randolph, Massachusetts. I go to Foxborough Regional Charter School. I'm 16 years old and I am a singer songwriter. I have been singing and playing music since I was about five or six years old.
0: Now, also recently you had some exciting news in your life. Yes.
2: So I won the presidential election for the Massachusetts Association of Student Councils, which is absolutely insane because that has been something I've been wanting since my freshman year, since I first found out it existed.
0: So talk about that. How does that all work?
2: Um, So basically, the Massachusetts Association of Student Councils is just about every student council in the state is a part of this big association, and we all get together for these leadership conferences. And it's really amazing. It's like one big family. And it's just like, it's a really great environment to learn about team skills and everything in regards to like current leadership and how to go through life and stuff. And my job now is to run those conferences. So
0: that is really cool. So you mentioned that you're a junior. How long have you been involved in student government?
2: Um, So I actually have been involved in student government since my freshman year. And way back when, when we first had our first elections, I won president of my class and I've served as that ever since. And last year I won president of the student body. So
0: cool. Do you have plans to go into politics post graduation?
2: No, I don't think so. (laughs) More medicine for me.
0: Awesome. So what are your plans for the future?
2: Um, Once I graduate high school, the hope is that I'll get into one of the big, big Ivy schools there. And if not, I'll probably go to Hawaii with my best friend. But that's besides the point. Um,
0: (laughs) I like that backup plan. Yeah.
2: Um, Just have some fun there. Uh, We're hoping that I can get into med school then after that and just kind of pursue my life in, you know, that kind of safe route there. Or, you know, maybe I'll become a superstar. You never know.
0: (laughs) Awesome. I love that. I I love all those options. Me too. (laughs) Share with us again your website, your social media pages, and then talk about the album that just came out.
2: So my Instagram is at JJTitanic, and then my main website is jademoynihan.com, and then my album website is jademoynihan.herenow.com. And that album that came out in last November is titled Liberosis, and it really means a lot to me. It's kind of just a raw experience of how my life went last year.
0: (laughs) That is Jade Moynihan. She's got the guitar in hand. Let's do another song. What are we listening to next?
2: So this song is called Using the Words, and it is one of my favorite songs, um, especially because it has the rain noises in the back.
0: <laughs> awesome. Well, let's hear the, uh, the acoustic version here on the Tiny Stage, 95.9 wa It's all yours. on the tiny stage, 95.9, W.A.T.D. Talk about that song. That was beautiful.
2: Um, I really like that song. It's kind of just like that wasn't really written about anyone in particular, but it's just, you know, saying goodbye and not really getting the chance to express how you feel to someone or feel about someone or about something in general. So I really like that song.
0: On the studio version of that on on your new album, there is a rain sound effect that plays throughout that entire song. Did you have that idea of of rain before the song was written, or did that kind of happen afterwards?
2: Um, That kind of happened once um, we realized we were going into the studio for that. I was like, you know, this needs something more, but I didn't want to add another guitar piece or, you know, add any drums or anything to take away kind of from the intimacy of that song. So I was like, you know what? Rain is the way to go for that, because it feels like a rainy morning song.
0: (laughs) I was listening to the two singles that you released prior to the album, and I think you said Mike Visconti plays guitar on those albums. They sound amazing. But I think that the simplicity of the album with just your voice and guitar adds more dynamics to... These songs than your previous songs.
2: Yeah, I think um, the whole idea with not adding like any, especially any like percussion there was just kind of, we wanted it to be raw. We wanted it to be me. And so it was like this way I can play everything or almost everything on it and then just have it really reflect me as a person rather than it being these big songs, which granted I did love the way that Anonymous and Breakup Song came out, but yeah.
0: (laughs) So I want to talk influences. Who did you grow up listening to and who are you listening to today?
2: I mean, as a kid, I grew up listening to, you know, the Wiggles and that's, no, just kidding. (laughs) But, you know, my dad kind of was very like Pink Floyd, Nirvana type of stuff. And so I grew up on that type of music. But then as I got older, I really loved listening to heavy metal and emo rock type of stuff, which... It didn't necessarily influence the way that I write and I play music, but it definitely influenced my lyric style, I feel like. And then, you know, I love Lana Del Rey. I love, like, the women power with music and that type of thing. So it was just kind of like, you know, I wanted to make sure that it was me as the artist and not something else taking away my individuality with that. But I'd say a lot of my inspiration with my guitar and the simplicity of that comes from, like, folkier music, like Camp is one of my favorite band's love the sim- simple guitar stuff.
0: I heard you describing your sound earlier before we, we uh, started recording as goth folk. Yeah, Talk about that. That's intriguing. <laughs>
2: um, so goth folk kind of came about because anyone who sees me would definitely think that I'm goth or emo or something like that. So that kind of plays a role in it. But the lyrics are very sad most of the time. And so it's kind of like that goth type of vibe going on with the words, but then like a very folk guitar piece and then the way that I sing sometimes sounds like it could be a country song if you really like just tweaked it a little bit. So that kind of came about thanks to my dad for that.
0: <laughs> Let's do another song. I know you wanted to play a cover, so do you want to do your cover now?
2: Yes, absolutely. So this is Drowned by Front Porch Step, one of my favorite songs that's ever been
0: written. That was going to be my next question, so you just answered it. (laughs) Let's hear it. We have Jade Moynihan on the Tiny Stage, 95.9 WATD. It's all yours whenever you're ready. Jade Moynihan, live on the tiny stage tonight. 959 WATD. Very nice. Thank you. (laughs) So I was reading on your website that you play multiple instruments. How many do you actually play?
2: Um, so well, I can play guitar and piano, and bass is pretty easy. But then I can kind of play the drums to a small degree. And I got a violin for Christmas. So we're working on that. It's not too great <laughs> yet, though. <laughs>
0: that is cool. So what is the easiest to write on?
2: Um, I'd say definitely my guitar. I used to write a lot more on my piano. But I feel like the guitar is just you can do so much more with with, you know, capos and just writing like riffs and stuff. But then I also like to use my piano to then build off of that.
0: Very cool. So the uh, album came out in November. Give that another plug, if you would.
2: Um, So my EP that came out in November is titled Liberosis, and it's really about uh, my life and my experiences being a teenager and that kind of teenage angst that came from last year in COVID.
0: (laughs) Now, did writing the songs for that EP inspire songs for your next project?
2: Um, I think it definitely kind of set the tone for how I wanted the rest of my music to sound, and it kind of gave me... Um, a more specific voice that I was going for. So it really set the tone for that. And then it also kind of goes with, as I played earlier, Nobody Someone kind of sounds more similar to some of the songs that were on that EP.
0: Now, do you have plans to go back into the studio to record more?
2: Absolutely. Um, We're hoping we can get in sometime moderately soon we just have to figure out what what we're going to do
0: <laughs> and share with us again your website and social media pages
2: so my instagram is at jj and then my main page is jade and then my liberosis page is jade com.
0: awesome is that a reference to the uh, to the ship titanic
2: yes i've had that that <laughs> same handle since i was eight years old <laughs>
0: nice <laughs> we have two more songs left so let's do um another song And then we'll take a break and close out the night. So what are we listening to next?
2: So this next song is called Something. It is also off my EP.
0: Excellent. Jade Moynihan, live on the tiny stage, 95.9 WATD. It's all yours.
1: All alone in a crowded place How long has it been since I've been away all alone in an empty room I wish I had someone to take me back to Oh, crawling-
0: Incredible. Jade Moynihan on the Tiny Stage, 95.9 WATD. Talk about how that one was written.
2: Um, Honestly, that was probably, I, I don't really remember where that one came from. I, I think, again, like that was kind of guitar riff based and then kind of wrote the song off that, you know, a relationship I had never had. Um, that was, that's, uh, I guess, what that was about. It's my dad's favorite. So he's probably very excited listening <laughs> to me play
0: that right now. Awesome. So you answered the question earlier about if you could write one song, what would it be? What song would you wipe off the planet if you could eliminate one song?
2: Eliminate one song?
0: That's like <laughs> what, What's your most hated song of all time?
2: Oh, that is a hard one. Um, Probably that song that's like, like Country Road, like West Virginia, whatever. That song needs to go.
0: <laughs> needs to go. <laughs> That's actually a song that somebody said they wish they had written. Oh, my gosh.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, whoever that that was.
0: That is Jade Moynihan joining us tonight on the Tiny Stage on 95.9 WATD. And we are up against our final break of the night. We have time for one more song. Does that work for you?
2: Yes, absolutely. All
0: right. We'll do that after this. You're listening to Almost Famous, 95.9 WATD. Stick around. Jade Moynihan is joining us tonight on the Tiny Stage. And now, back to Almost Famous on 95.9 W.A.T.D. For the final time tonight, welcome back to the Almost Famous Tiny Stage on 95.9 W.A.T.D. I'm John Shea. We introduce you to independent bands and musicians from across New England. Every Tuesday brought to you by Tiny and Suns Glass. And tonight, we're being joined on the Tiny Stage by Jade Moynihan. How are you doing? I'm great. (laughs) So, one final time, introduce yourself. Tell us who is Jade Moynihan.
2: My name is Jade. I am 16. I am from Randolph, Massachusetts. I go to Foxborough Regional Charter School. I am a singer-songwriter. I have been writing and playing music since I was probably five or six years old, and it's one of my favorite hobbies.
0: <laughs> awesome. And share with us the uh, the website, social media pages, all that good stuff.
2: So my Instagram is at JJTitanic, and then my main website page is jademoynihan.com and then my access to my newest album is com.
0: And you just dropped an album a few months ago. Talk about that, or an EP, I should say.
2: Yeah, so my EP was released in last November. It's called uh, Liberosis, and it really means a lot to me, very personal, kind of, as I was talking about earlier, a reach into my soul, if you could say.
0: (laughs) And I have to just describe for people what's happening in the studio. I think you're the very first musician in 10 years to play on this show. You're here Actually, touches the floor while you're playing.
2: Yeah, um, I actually didn't <laughs> even think about that. Yeah, my hair is three and a half feet long. So wow. Yeah.
0: How long does that take to get ready in the morning?
2: Um, it's it's actually not too bad because I have I've been blessed with straight hair. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's 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 a hassle sometimes.
0: Awesome. Well, very cool. Uh, so the EP is available on all streaming platforms. Before we get into your final song, obviously COVID has thrown a wrench into the music community, but. What is your most favorite music moment that you've performed at
2: Ooh, in that your lifetime? Is another hard question. Um, well, okay, if I had to tell the joke story, at my eighth grade graduation, I was singing the national anthem for everybody. And the entire school was there. And um, I was very sick, yet I was singing it anyway. And so when I was going to hit the high note, my voice cracked. And so I decided to just say, I'm sorry, I'm sick, very quickly, and then continue singing. It was very, very funny. (laughs) Um, (laughs) If I had to pick probably my favorite moment in terms of my own, like, actual performances. It was probably last November after my EP was released. We had a small get-together at my house for, um, like, a release party. And that was, like, the first time I got to perform all the songs off Liberosis. And it was just really amazing because all my friends were there and, well, not all of them, but as many as was safe in my backyard. Um, And it was just really cool. I had some teachers there, too. And it was just really great to have, you know, people supporting me and stuff like
0: that. And how about the your favorite music moment that you experienced like you were observing?
2: Um probably in 20 20- 19. We went to Vegas for um, the Los Rages Festival, which is like a big metal fest. Oh, wow. And I got on stage (laughs) with Bring Me the Horizon in front of 15,000 people, and I did not know the words to the song.
0: (laughs) Now, can we just remind the listeners, how old are you again?
2: I'm 16. Okay,
0: very cool. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That is awesome. You have uh, switched instruments, so um, talk about the final song. What are we closing out the night with?
2: So we're closing out the song called IDK, which is also the last song on uh, my EP, and I this is my personal favorite song I think that I've ever written. I don't know, I just I just love it. It's I don't I can't even describe why. It's just one of my favorites.
0: And you've uh, you've busted out the electric for this one.
2: Yes, my uh, Michael Clifford Melody Maker, my my child here.
0: <laughs> now, do your guitars have names?
2: No, they don't. Um, I just kind of called this one the Gibson and then the other one the Martin. <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you again for making the trip over to WATD. Best of luck with the album. Best of luck with your your success winning the uh, student council election, too.
2: Thank you so much. I really appreciate you having me.
0: Anytime. And uh, it's all yours whenever you're ready.
1: like a fairy tale straight from the book but it's missing the last child